Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question is from Stacy in our Facebook group. Stacy says, My 12-year-old daughter, seemingly out of the blue, won't talk to me or look at me. I don't mean talk like serious topics. I mean talk to me at all about anything unless I ask her a direct question. We've always been close, so I'm feeling very hurt. She acts fine with my husband. Everything I read is how we aren't supposed to take it personally, that it's normal, but I'm finding that impossible, especially when she's joking around with her dad. I keep reading I should just act like everything is fine, but I really want to tell her she's hurting my feelings. What should I do? Stacy, I'm so glad I got this question. Out of Margaret and me, I'm the one with the older kids, so I'm the one who has gone through this probably more times so far. And it's totally hurtful. I totally understand how you feel. It's being made even worse right now, I would suspect, by this pandemic where we're all at home more and we all have fewer outlets to relate with besides our immediate family. Your daughter's job is to distance herself from you. And you say you have been very close with your daughter until now. Okay, so that makes her job at this moment when she's a teenager and she has to separate herself from you. She has to sort of do it even harder, if that makes sense, if you've been very close up to now. So her job is to distance herself from you. And she can't do that right now, except she kind of can because she's icing you in your own house, which stinks. The first bit of good news here is that she's not doing this with your spouse. That's actually good news because it means there's not cause for concern that she's not actually depressed or anxious or going through something. If she can communicate normally with the other person in your house, then that means that this is probably what's going on. I have a couple of things that can work. I think it's okay to talk to your husband about this if you haven't already and to ask him for support in two ways. One is that he can be more of the default parent right now if he's not already. By which I mean, and this was very good advice I got when I was in this situation, if you're the one who's always, did you put your laundry in the hamper? Where's the permission slip? Did you walk the dog? You were supposed to be in bed 10 minutes ago. If you're doing 60, 70, 100% of that work, you need to back off from that and let your spouse be the bad cop right now whenever and wherever possible. You need to take out those situations where your daughter can bristle at you and say, like, see, she's always like this. 
he's going to be the one making sure she has her shoes by the door for a little while. And the other thing he could do is talk to your daughter when you're not around and say, hey, I think mom's kind of bummed. You haven't been spending as much time with her as you used to. Maybe you should make brownies with her or something. I think that's okay for him to say. And if your daughter rolls her eyes and doesn't respond well, then she doesn't. You don't have to be there to deal with that. But it just puts in her head that your feelings are something that are out there and could be taken into consideration. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I also think it might be okay for you to say to her, that really hurts my feelings if she's saying something to you that hurts your feelings. If she's just ignoring you, that's a little bit harder. If she says, like, you know, you don't know anything. What are you talking about? You, you are always like this. Do you notice how well I'm playing the part of that teenager? If you're getting that, and you really, you know, are feeling down by the way this person is actively rejecting you, right? Not just passively rejecting you, but actively rejecting you. I think it's okay to say, you know what? That really hurts my feelings. But only if you can say it like that with that much detachment. You know, that really hurts my feelings. I wish you wouldn't say things like that. Because if you get emotional, well up, cry as you're saying this, and wonder how I know about this. If you do that, they'll push push it away with an eye roll. They can't take that in. So they will push it away. Oh my God, stop. And you will end up feeling even worse. So I think it's okay to speak up for yourself, but do it at a time that you can do it without getting emotional about it. Something else you might want to try. When I was going through this with my oldest, a boy in this case, and he uh, is very, very obsessed with the MBA. And that's what he likes to talk about. And that's kind of all he wanted to talk about when he was in, say, about eighth grade. And so I started to um, read up on the players. I actually had an app on my phone that had like flashcards so I could read the names of who was in the NBA that I should know about. Joel Embiid, players like that. I don't watch the NBA. I don't read the sports pages. I don't listen to sports podcasts. I didn't have any of this in my world. So I got a little bit of it in, in my world so that I could just sort of muse aloud in his presence. Oh my gosh, did you see like Joel Embiid is having a really good run right now? Just something like that. And I would just see this kid's, this kid who was always ignoring me, right? His head would kind of perk up like, how does she know about that? And he'd sort of be like, well, yeah, that's right. How do you know about that? And I said, oh, I read it. And that might be all that happened, but it just, it's a way of showing your love for them in a sort of, you know, off to the side way where they're just going to be, they're going to have to acknowledge that because they just can't believe that you know about the YouTuber they like. Surprise them a little bit. I'm not saying spend a ton of time on that, but it is a way you can spend five minutes a day on that and come up with something that'll just shock them out of ignoring you for that moment and, you know, will make you feel a little bit better. The last thing I'm going to leave you with is that you are the rejected parent right now. And it doesn't matter if it's temporary. It's extremely hurtful. But Janet Lansbury explains, I'll put the link in the, in the show notes for this episode. She explains this very well. Being the rejected parent, she would say, means that your daughter is entirely secure in your love for her. If she wasn't secure in your love for her, she wouldn't do this. It would be too risky for her to push you away. If she kind of needed you and you kind of weren't really around for her and she wasn't sure you'd show up, she would never be able to do this. So that your daughter is doing this means two things above all. The first one is you've done a great job loving your daughter. And the second thing is she knows that and she'll be back. Send us your parenting questions. We might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Hey 
Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts.